in a world that's moving at a fast pace and the use of social media on the rise with billions of content to consume it's almost impossible to keep up with what we value the most in life Hi guys, my name is Olivia Tutu, the host of Unscripted with Lead, a podcast that will change your life. I'm talking about raw, relevant, yet relatable conversations with go-getters, trendsetters, and inspirational figures. Join Lead every Thursday at 6 p.m. Central African time on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Anchor FM, and YouTube. Unscripted with Lead. Another week, another episode. Welcome to yet another exciting edition of Unscripted with Leave. My name is Olivia Tutu, the host of this podcast. Thank you so much to all the consistent listeners. And if you're new to the channel, please don't forget to subscribe and also favorite this podcast. Um, I was away for a week, well, mostly because of exams, but I'm back. I'm super excited, especially because today's episode is so dear to my heart because I think I've dealt with daddy issues, except I just haven't had people to speak about uh, the issue with. But I have my guest today and I'm super excited. I'm meeting her for the first time and I'm going to say this. <laughs> When I was coming here, I legit struggled with what to wear. because everybody knows you for your fashion tips and all that so it was like bushy like this bushy not and I was just like you know what I'm just going to go um, oh thank you thank you so much for coming through to Unscripted with Leave Amy thank you so much for having me i am super excited i'm a huge fan i legit follow every content you put out and it's really a great honor to finally meet you Thank you. Well, I'm honored to meet you too. I heard your uh, podcast with Emmanuel. Mhm. And I think that was like really cool. Oh, thank you. So, I'm um, to kick start. All I know about you is that you are into fashion and content creation, um but I think there's more to you, which is why we're actually having this conversation today. So, if you were to describe yourself, who would you say is Amy? Honestly speaking, um right now, I think I'm finding myself. Mhm. because i have um been i've had a stamp of amy likes fashion amy likes fashion amy likes fashion amy likes and stylish and she's stylish <laughs> amy yeah. was in china she did fashion amy mm-hmm. this fashion this and honestly speaking for a very long time i enjoyed it so much mm-hmm. but i've just gotten to a point where i am um, reconstructing myself mm-hmm. because I like to style people yeah but I don't enjoy it anymore mm-hmm. I don't enjoy it anymore because I kind of just feel like it's okay for the ship to sail mm-hmm. it's okay for my interest my interests to change mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I'm at a point where my interests have changed mm-hmm. I am not gonna be like Versace you know all the time yeah because <laughs> only because like You know when you really like something yeah. and you're passionate about something I kind of just feel like it flows easily mm-hmm. but moving back home I feel like it's not flowing yeah and I feel like it's okay for me to reconstruct mm-hmm. and in doing that I realize that I've got other things that I like more than fashion yeah and that's what I um I changed my Instagram handle to entirely Amy because mm-hmm. now I can share anything and everything yeah and I'm not just anti-stylish mm-hmm. it's like a lot of me yeah a, a lot, lot of more me. of me mm-hmm. 
yeah would you say your change of name will sort of change how you interact with your audience going forward not really i'm only just letting people know that hey guys there's more to there's me. more to me than just clothes mm-hmm. yeah that's it nice now um earlier i think it was last week when you went live and you spoke about your daddy issues and how it was your dad's memorial and you felt a certain type of way and you just wanted the world to know what was going on yeah um and it was 12 years of him having gone right yeah why now i mean you've had other memorials yeah like you've you've been through this every single year for the last 12 years how different was this one so it's the craziest thing because um after 12 years i woke up angry wow mm-hmm. i woke up angry yeah and i woke up angry saying I'm turning 28 in December. Yeah. I haven't gotten an apology from you. Mm. I think of you mm. and sometimes I just get upset and I can't punch you or just throw my tantrum and tell you how I feel. Mm-hmm. And I woke up upset that day and I gave my mom such terrible attitude. I even apologized to her. I was such a grinch mm-hmm. that day. And she's like, "Let's go to the cemetery." And I'm like, "Oh, I don't even want to go." Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Done is before. <laughs> and I went. I just stood there. Mm-hmm. She prayed and everything. And I was ready to go home. Mm. When I got home, I said, "Wait, hold on. Mm-hmm. Let's circle back. Why are you feeling so angry? Yeah. What are you so upset about?" Mm-hmm. And I'm talking to myself. I'm literally speaking to myself, and I'm like, "I'm so upset because, like, first of all, you're my dad." You're supposed to be my first love. Mm-hmm. You're the man that shows me what a man is supposed to treat me like yeah. or how a man is supposed to love me mm-hmm. and take care of me. I'm very I take I take, you know, um relationships in a way that I'm kind of like the people around you kind of mold how you expect people to treat you. Mm-hmm. So for example, if my mom's my mom's like, "Oh, my girls are my princesses." Yeah. yeah, yeah. I expect people to treat me treat a certain way, way yeah. or understand why I am a certain way. Mm-hmm. And with my dad, I said, "Yo, this man just caused chaos in my life." Yeah. I loved my dad dearly, and I said to myself, "You know what? It's even crazy for me to say that I loved him dearly with all the anger and stress and frustration and trauma he put me through. Mm-hmm. But I loved him because he was my parent. I would not be here without him." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I loved him not because I loved him. I loved him because I I didn't have a choice. Yeah, he's my, my dad. Yeah, he's my dad. You know. And honestly, I loved the spoils. Being his princess was mm-hmm. fun. It was great. I loved it. Yeah. He was like, that's my girl. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, okay, and then what? That's my girl and mm-hmm. and everything was very monetary based. Yeah. I was his girl monetarily. So it uh. would be we go shopping, he takes me wherever I go and do this and you know, so yeah. it was very it wasn't emotionally connected mm-hmm. you know yeah so it was very different mm-hmm. more financially based yeah now um there's probably someone who has gone through it in a different way some could be your dad is alive but they're not present or maybe your dad died when you were young or maybe they were there but they were abusive and stuff like that so just give us a brief um narration of how your story how your 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 relationship with your dad was just for context sake okay context sake yeah. um my mom and dad divorced when i was 2 years old mhm 
um my mom got married sometime later but my dad was always calling and messaging me mm-hmm. and it's so weird because we talk yeah he wasn't absent he yeah. was present he was there yeah but the turning point was when i went to live with him yeah. when i was 13 mm-hmm. because i knew him from a distance yeah okay i hadn't live under i didn't live under the same roof as him mm-hmm. i didn't completely know of him yeah i just knew this is my dad mm-hmm. from a distance go shopping have lunch takes me out send someone to drop off money for my allowance all of that kind of stuff but when i got into his space yeah shock of my life mm-hmm. cuz my mom always described my dad as so loving and romantic and it was a dream mm-hmm. and she did explain the part where he was physically abusive and that's why she obviously left, left. Mm-hmm. but like for me i'm like okay you guys were married but then when it happened to me mm-hmm. I started to understand my mom even more. Yeah, the reason so, why she left. So, minus the reason why she left, mm. I'm saying to myself, if I'm feeling how I'm feeling and he was my dad, how is she feeling mm-hmm. that that was her husband and her partner? Yeah. So I started to understand my mom of, of, as a person even more after that experience. Mm-hmm. So I one day I'm at boarding school and my mom calls and she says, "Oh, your dad wants you in Ndola with him." For high school. and I'm like finally this man wants me in his life completely yeah. I can't wait I'm so excited it's going to be the best time ever Mhm Hi 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 yo shoka <laughs> I got so shocked Mhm because everything my mom described him to me I couldn't relate with Ah uh, was a totally different person Who is this man Yeah You know yes he was still he had a weird way of loving me like Mhm But what so I, I like we used to watch soccer together. I used to love watching soccer with him. Yeah. We were Man United fans and we always used to watch soccer and um I used to play soccer at school and he absolutely loved it. He would come all to my like to, to all my games. Mm-hmm. But that just that one thing mm-hmm. was not it wasn't small enough to not deal with. Yeah. It was too much of a big deal mm-hmm. versus the 99 good things that he did. That one thing was too big. Yeah. It was like 98 things mm-hmm. that one would thing. Would you say he was abusive, like physically abusive over and over or it would happen every once in a while type of thing? So it was like every other week. Mhm. And the thing is like he was my dad. We we weren't about to have conversations about how today wasn't such a great day and he didn't work well like this and mm-hmm. you know he was my yeah. dad. Like we didn't have those conversations. Yeah. He would just tell me how was school and I'm like yeah it was good and this boy irritated me and did it and he'll tell me beat them or you know what I mean yeah. but like it wasn't um something that was like expe- I didn't I didn't expect that to happen mm-hmm. because I'm like okay hit me once fine mm-hmm. I kept quiet about it I told nobody yeah and then it started to happen like a bit more frequently like mm-hmm. every other week or every other day mm-hmm. and then like i skip school mm. cuz i'm in pain or i feel sick yeah and i can't tell people like why i'm mad so like through it all you never spoke to anybody i never spoke to anybody till the day he beat the tennis racket oh i i heard that yeah. and that was like the that's where he drew the line yes cuz mm-hmm. i'm kind of like okay my tennis racket is in its bag 
got a case mm-hmm. and my all my strings broke Whoa. and it's my favorite tennis racket and i don't know where i'm going to buy pink strings from because that's my favorite cuz <laughs> i love pink mm-hmm. i'm like why would you do that mm-hmm. You know, and I'm thinking my tennis racket. I love to play tennis. I love yeah. sport. When I was at school, mm-hmm. you're messing up my my like my really nice stuff. Yeah, I was swollen on one part of my body from my like head, my eye, my cheek, my mm-hmm. shoulder, my arm, my leg, my thigh, everything, everything. Mm-hmm. And that's the day. I, and you know, it's so crazy because I always used to say, um, "He hits me because I'm not a good child." Mm-hmm. or he hits me because i'm not good enough or yeah. i'm not th- the daughter he expected me to be so mm-hmm. i used to feel like he, he had reasons he to had do that. reasons to do that mm-hmm. i lost sight of the fact that i was just a kid yeah at 13 at 13 i was just i was just a kid yeah so yeah. now you tell your mom about the whole incident how did she receive it my mom was livid My mom lost it. Yeah. She said to my stepmom, "You better take get my child onto the next flight out of that city." Mhm. Cuz I think for her, because she's been through it before, she and she understood she knows how far yeah. he can go. Mm-hmm. And imagine they were married when he was doing that. I was 13 mm-hmm. when he was, was doing kid. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, she was like, "Get my child out of there." Now, I took same day however my body was, I took a flight home. Mm-hmm. Now, you you spoke about how um your relationship with your dad sort of shaped how your other relationships were with people with yeah. men as well um would you care to share how that was cuz i think i i think for me it's because my dad died when i was 2 months yeah. so i grew up with a single mom yeah. and so i don't really understand this male thing like males being present in your life and stuff like that and so i think it's a whole different case for you because your dad was present but he just wasn't the dad you wanted him to be yeah, yeah. so um i was in oh okay i got engaged in university in wow. my first year okay i'm um, not many people <laughs> I, i mean people in uni know that but a lot yeah. of people don't know that mm-hmm. i was engaged at like what what was that 22 21 2122 somewhere there mm-hmm. And this man was like, "Girl, I'm taking you home to my mama." And I'm like, "Yeah, it's cool. Like, let me just get done with school." Mm-hmm. Like, I was chilled about it. I wasn't like, "We're doing it right now." Yeah. I'm like, "Leader." Mhm. He proposed to me. I ran for my life. Why? Because he started once he gave me the ring. Mhm. He was like, "You can't do this. You can't ah. wear this. You can't be like this." He'd be yelling. He'd be doing this. And for me that signaled red flag right. because I was kind of like okay voices voices getting louder mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know if he's going to like smack me mm-hmm. or I don't know wait I don't I don't know you well enough to know how you're going to respond mm-hmm. to me yeah. so I'm I'm gone How long had you guys dated before he We had dated for mm-hmm. like 8 months Yo yeah. okay that that was quick Yeah mm-hmm. like like 8 months and I was just like nope I went back to him and I said, "Listen, here's your ring. Can't deal with you. Mm. Bye." Okay. And everybody was like, "Why would you break his heart like that?" Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, "Guys, listen, I'm not doing it." Mm-hmm. And I couldn't ex- I couldn't explain. I wasn't ready to share at that time. Yeah. Like this red, this is a big red flag. When I can't stand people that yell. Let me tell you till today, if you're going to talk to me and you scream, I automatically become irresponsive. Mhm. You'll not you'll not get anything out of me. Mm. 
is it because of the experiences you had with your dad or yeah. it's just I think know? it's become it's become because of the experiences I've had with my dad yeah. because you see when someone's voice rises you don't know if they're going to give you a backhand or oh, a slap yeah, or yeah. because mm-hmm. you don't know how their their body responds mm-hmm. to that anger yeah, and how so, far they can go with how it. far they can go so for me when i don't hear uh, i'm Run. like both things <laughs> matter here mm-hmm. yeah so Um recently after my live my mom commented on my, under my live and she said um yeah crazy mom loves you too and whatever mm-hmm. and like when we were at home speaking she said to me I never understood why when I like shout at you you responded to me the way you did mm-hmm. you know and with my mom it was different because I was taking out my anger on her so she would yell at me and I'd freak out completely throw a tantrum and lose it mm-hmm. And I'm like, why are you yelling? You know, yeah, I, yeah. I would absolutely lose it. Mm. And she was just like, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. And when we spoke after my life, she said, you know what? It's Now making sense. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely making sense. Yeah. So for me, I can't like. That's why for me, I left him. I was like, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. And then I got into another relationship like a year later. Oh yeah, yeah. A few flings here and there, chilling uni vibes. Mm-hmm. But when I got into a relationship with this Congolese guy. I adored him. Mm-hmm. He was so soft spoken. <laughs> he wasn't he, ne- he never yelled this that, you know. Mm-hmm. He didn't he didn't he was calm. Yeah. He was a very calm person. But then he stepped outside of our relationship. And this was a year before 6 months before I, a year before I graduated. He stepped out of our relationship. And then he tried to make me look crazy, you know. Mm. So now I'm kind of like What do men what are men supposed to be like mm-hmm. because men can be physically abusive mm-hmm. then they obviously he went behind mm-hmm. my back and did whatever he felt like he wanted to do and mm-hmm. I was so heartbroken I was sick yeah you know and they say love sick I lost weight I became like 45 Whoa. kgs I was puking all the time I couldn't eat I mm-hmm. couldn't sleep I absolutely lost my mind. Yeah. And then I said, "Okay, now now we have another problem to deal with because mm-hmm. now you've been open, you you go what you wanted, but yeah. now this person has hurt you." Mm-hmm. I was vengeful. I hurt him back the oh. same way he hurt me. Okay. And he asked me about <laughs> it and I said, "Yes, I did." Wow. How does it feel? Wow. Please tell me how you feel mm-hmm. because that pain that you're feeling is the same pain that I'm feeling or maybe worse <laughs> or even worse because mm-hmm. yeah yeah so now mm-hmm. he was so shocked yeah you you had a rough relationship with your dad mm-hmm. but then you spoke about how you had great relationships with your brothers okay so now there's like okay men are supposed to be i think you got a little bit of both like okay they yes. can be nice but yes. they can be bad people exactly how did you strike a balance even as you were dating let me tell you my brothers are everything mm-hmm. my brothers are everything my dad wasn't yeah my brothers oh, I, i can't even i don't have a word for them mm-hmm. when i look at my brothers i look at like the ultimate man Mm-hmm. You know, yes we come flawed. Yes we make mistakes. It's part of life. It's normal. But when I look at my brothers, I always say, you know, damn, my mom did such a good job. Mhm. Like you, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Because from them I learned what it is to be loved. Mhm. They taught I mean, it wasn't obviously completely because obviously they could never be my partner. Yeah. But like 
they taught me what it was what it meant to be loved by mm-hmm. the opposite sex yes. and i'm like yo it's nice to say my brothers they would my brothers were have i heaven on earth <laughs> nice nice did it ever confuse you though like okay you know men can be good people but men can be bad people too so you know how i understood it mm-hmm. i started to understand it as hurt people hurt people mm. i started to understand it as even with our imperfections mm-hmm. as children mm-hmm. our parents still love us unconditionally yeah. so even in relationships you get amazing people that still come flawed mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so it's up to you mm-hmm. to choose yeah. whether or not this works for me mm-hmm. because you know obviously people have deal breakers and stuff but what happened is that i started to filter it out so when i become more, when i became more understanding that there are people that are hurt and gone through trauma and they um their characteristics or their personalities are based on experiences that they've been through mm-hmm. you get to understand how to deal with people so you don't change them you understand them for what they've experienced and who they are yeah. and when i got to that point i was like you know at life's a breeze mm. it's cool yeah like and that's how i look at myself mm-hmm. everybody in my family knows that when gabby's having a great day stay clear <laughs> because mm-hmm. my personality is very loud. Mm-hmm. I have a loud personality. I'm the loudest in my, like I'm the loudest in my family. Mm-hmm. Like I'm the one that's always just making noise, driving people crazy and mm-hmm. they're just like that's how that's mm-hmm. that's Gabby, mm-hmm. you know, that's Amy. So, when I understood that people respond and their character and personality is based on their experiences and background and everything, I got to understand that you know how people say um be kind to people because you don't know what they're going through. Yeah. that resonated so much because of myself mm-hmm. when i started to be self aware and evaluate myself mm-hmm. i started to say you know what how is it that you expect a man to give you 100% of him mm-hmm. and be the best version of his, himself for you you're not even that for yourself right mm-hmm. how way how does it happen? how does it work mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah. when I got to that point, I said, you know what, girl, you you've got a lot of work to do. A lot. A lot of work to do mm-hmm. because like, honestly speaking, you cannot expect a person to give you 100 and you're giving yourself 40 mm-hmm. and then you're giving them 30. 20. Or 20. Exactly. You know, you know what I mean? Because a lot of not self-aware. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So when I became self-aware of myself, yeah. I realized that if ever I was going to be in a serious relationship with someone, mm-hmm. I they I should be able to meet them at 100 mm-hmm. if i want them to be at 100 yeah and that's how i understood it mm-hmm. because i said yeah fine I've, if i've if i've been so self aware and i've understood that i've had stuff to deal with mm-hmm. i get to choose who i get into a relationship with yeah. and i get to choose how i respond to them and how i react to them mm-hmm. asking the necessary questions are important people are scared to ask all the necessary questions because yeah. they feel like i'm getting into their space okay if you're going to be my partner Yeah. Let's chat, man. Mm, let's have honest conversation. Let's have honest conversation mm-hmm. because if you're going to wake up one day and and be like, "Yo, I'm so sorry I hit you yesterday. I just wasn't feeling so great." I would be like, mm-hmm. "Did you not see your hand?" <laughs> you know what I mean? Right? Uh-huh. Were you not conscious? Were you asleep? Yeah. Were you sleep mm-hmm. when you mm-hmm. threw your hand mm-hmm. at me? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I kind of just feel like 
when you're able to have the open conversations about how people experience trauma and their background and the experiences they've been through mm-hmm. you're also able to somehow assist because mm-hmm. for me someone assisted me yeah. someone called me out and was like hey for when are Can you yourself. check yourself? Mm-hmm. And check I'm yourself. like, you know what? You're actually right. Mm-hmm. I really should. Mm-hmm. Because when you don't check yourself, you are how you respond to people starts to affect your relationships because when you see something that's familiar that you don't appreciate and you don't like, you start to bash the other person, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Instead of you know, navigating to mm-hmm. it properly. Yeah, yeah. So I've always just kind of understood that if I'm if I choose to deal with people, let me accept them for being at the level that they're at mm-hmm. because there's something called like spiritual and religious ego where people are kind of like I've been working on myself so hard so I'm better than you mm. it's not like that yeah. because we live to be of service to others True. an extension of ourselves to others goes to other mm-hmm. people so when you get in a relationship of, with a person and you feel like yo babe i kind of just feel like can you try it this way maybe we'll get a positive response yeah. say it mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. cuz there's a difference with could you try it like this versus yo i kind of just feel like you're driving me crazy work on that shit nigga yeah. you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's completely different mm-hmm. so even based on how you communicate and how people respond to you is all dependent on how you want to relay a message mm-hmm. i think that's a very important factor mm-hmm. I I love that because I think communication is not a problem half the time it's how we communicate it's how we say it yeah like you want people to work on stuff but then how you're coming out as a person also matters now you shared your story I think a week ago mm-hmm. and you received a lot of responses of which <laughs> of which uh, some were positive I think from what I saw most of them were positive but do you think you were misunderstood in the way you came out cuz a lot of people would probably think okay sh- she's had it all well in life you know up until you speak about stuff you will not believe i did not get even one negative response wow not even one mm-hmm. you know yeah i have i was cussing in my video and all of that was happening yeah. but like the people that could relate with what i was saying mm-hmm. were like girl Let me tell you. Mm. People shared their stories with mm-hmm, me mm-hmm. and it was the, I was so overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Because I was kind of like, okay. Shit. It's not that bad for me. Mm, people have been through people worse. People have been through worse. Mm-hmm. But with me sharing, mm. people woke up to the fact that they were like, yo, you started healing. How do I get there? Yeah, I want to heal too. I want to heal too. Mm-hmm. I want to have a better life for myself. Yeah. And I told them I said you know my advice has always been you know through my journey mm-hmm. I found what works for me mm-hmm. I can assist you with what I know and what's worked for me mm-hmm. but through your journey you're going to find things that you relate with better and mm-hmm. you think work for you yeah. it's not it's not there's no one size fits all in healing because obviously experiences are different. Yeah, yeah. So even in ex- experiences being different, my method might not suit your, your journey or your journey your, or your, your exactly yeah. my method might not suit your process as you said. Yeah. So I always say like I can give you the resources that I've used, mm-hmm. but start to find as you're going through it. Mm-hmm. pick on what resonates with you more pick what goes with your morals and your mm-hmm. values and all of that kind of yeah. stuff because 
if if you follow me completely if i hit a brick road you're gonna hit a brick road too mm-hmm. so just do what works for you yeah that's my i, I love that i think also when it comes to like healing like it's the same thing with success different roads for different people but yeah. you can always use what other people yes. use and just learn from it but also being self-aware is key because once you know who you are what you're passionate about or how your healing is supposed to look like you begin following those steps and i also love the fact that you own your story which is something that i feel like a lot of people are not willing to do a lot of times especially when it comes to the gram you want to show all the highlights all the good things that are happening and stuff like that and so you coming out and sharing your story is also motivating enough for other people to also own their story and tell it as it is and one of the things that i loved was the fact that you love sharing because i love sharing i believe in the power of storytelling because one man's story can serve as another man's hope yes. solution or answered prayer yeah. and so even as you go on since now your brand has changed yeah. to entirely emmy are we going to see a lot more of your healing journey and you know so a hundred so let me tell you i started being open i didn't enjoy sharing i never used to share a lot mm-hmm. so um i started to share after my brother died mm-hmm. my brother died the whole city knew about it oh yeah i think that's when i got to know about it was you. everywhere mm-hmm. I, I couldn't hide from the fact that i was gonna walk into a mall and someone's like i'm, I'm so, so sorry, sorry. and yeah. i'm like you know what <laughs> you go out for a drink i'm so sorry and i'm like listen we are outside mm-hmm. but i understood it because people didn't have that much access to me mm. a lot of people don't have access to me yeah. aside from what they see on the gram mm-hmm. A lot of people are like, I've heard that mm, I am I've very, heard, I've, mm. I've heard things about myself and I'm kind of like, okay, like, I mean, wow. that's what you think, cool. <laughs> and yeah. it, I mean, it's entirely up to you. I, I will allow you to perceive me mm-hmm. however you want yeah. to perceive me. Mm-hmm. The most important thing is how I know myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I will not spend time trying to be someone that I'm not. Mm-hmm. It's too much work. It's a lot. It's way too much mm-hmm, work. Mm-hmm. So, if you feel that Gabby is a baddie, okay. If you feel like <laughs> Amy is the coolest person alive, okay. If you feel like yeah. Amy talks too much and she overshares and she's ridiculous, fine. Okay, yeah. But, you know, from the response that I had from sharing, I realized that it has had no harmful effect on anybody mm-hmm. the only the only only harm that it's ever going to have on a person is the fact that they're going to struggle to change yeah and you know when i'm saying harm i'm not like oh my god they're going to like try and end their life <laughs> yeah, no yeah. when i you know change is such a hard thing for a person to go through mm-hmm. because getting rid of old patterns is a challenge mm-hmm. to overcome that you know haven't you seen how smokers struggle Mm-hmm. to stop smoking they'll be like I didn't smoke for 6 months something stressful they, happens yeah, they, they had a back, cigarette yeah. and I'm always like okay look you went through 6 months and you smoked start again go do it 9 months mm-hmm. if you have a cigarette at 9 months cool go, and so it, it, then, you know yeah. until it's until you, it's, it's done it's a part of you yeah so you are gonna see a lot more of my healing journey people hate it when I don't post myself in pictures they're kind of like we wanna see a picture why are you posting books they don't respond to me but I'm going to still post anyway because I just kind of feel like a part of everybody has something to deal with. Mhm. I mean, some people's lives have been great and they're only experiencing trauma at 60, true, 50. Mhm. So, I'm kind of like, listen guys, this is me. Mhm. 
take me how you like to take me. Mm. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to live in my truth and I'm going to share my truth mm-hmm. because that's a part of me. Yeah. If I did not experience the stuff that I went through, I would not be able to share as I am right now. Yeah, and you wouldn't be the person you are today. I, I really wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be self in a way. I wouldn't be like mm-hmm. introspective. I wouldn't I wouldn't be doing a lot of things. I wouldn't meditate. I wouldn't do yoga. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't, you know, so I think sharing is important. Mm-hmm. And I've established that for me, sharing yeah. is my healing. Mm-hmm. When I share, I feel so much better. It's like the weirdest thing mm-hmm. because I just feel like I have released like all kinds of emotion mm-hmm. whilst I was sharing. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of people thought like might have been like, oh, she's gonna cry in her video. I actually thought you were gonna like, cry. Or like waterworks, <laughs> and that's the thing. Mm-hmm. I can share right now because I've been through it and I've understood it, and I'm okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am okay. I'm good. I'm good to tell you that this shit was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Now, have you done therapy? Are you considering therapy? Because I haven't heard you mention therapy anyway. Yeah. Okay. So the <laughs> therapy aspect. Mm-hmm. I share. Mm-hmm. That's therapy on its own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, therapy I'm, is basically having someone listen to yes, you and just talk you through. The Everybody whole day. on my, all my sixteen point five thousand followers are listening. My therapy is done. Therapy, <laughs> honestly, yeah. mm-hmm. because I kind of just feel like um, there's therapy in everything. Mm-hmm. Therapy, therapy is some form of healing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, or he- healing or bringing something to light or getting aid or some kind of help. Yeah. But you, when you think about it, right? When people go swimming, mm-hmm. they enjoy it and they relax in that pool. It's water therapy. Mm-hmm. When people go for massages with oils, it's aromatherapy. Mm-hmm. When people speak, it's a form of therapy. Mm-hmm. So I, ca- I don't... Personally, mm-hmm. for me, yeah, I will not sit and talk to someone. <laughs> someone that says, I'm a therapist. Yeah. Only because... I feel like there's healing all around me. Mm-hmm. I believe that there's healing all, all yeah. around me. Yeah. When I sit in my long bath with my Epsom salts, it's that, I find that healing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, when you actually look at Indian and Asian culture, mm-hmm. they believe so much in mind, body, and soul. Mm-hmm. They say that your mind, body, and soul affects your physical health. Yeah. And I believe it too. Mm-hmm. Whatever you tell your mind, it will believe. So for me, it's mind over matter. Mm, nice. Well, I also think so because I think therapy is basically, especially if you're going to look at having a therapist and whatnot, it's basically having a conversation with someone. And so if you have someone in your circle or if you can go out and speak to people and they yeah. listen and they respond and you feel better, then there's absolutely no need for therapy. Yeah, there is. But at the end of the day, it's always important to do whatever works for you. So exactly. if you think sitting in an office with someone and having a two-hour conversation about how you work for what, you, yeah. like, just go ahead and do it. Yeah. Now we've come to the end of the episode. But before I let you go, you spoke about being self-aware. And Mm -hmm. I feel like that's what brought you to where you are at right now, healing and all that. What do you think you did that helped you become self-aware over the years? You know, I I can't explain it word for word, but I constantly needed to catch myself. I needed to say, I asked myself the questions like, how are you feeling right now? Because... Your response here mm-hmm. wasn't that great. Yeah. If you're in a different mood, it would you'd have had a different outcome. Mm-hmm. And I spent a lot of time, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. I spent nine years 
being 22 at least 10 years being like the angry person mm. I couldn't take anything mm-hmm. any small small thing it's a headache anything I'm snapping I'm off with people's head throwing tantrums. yeah throwing mm-hmm. tantrums and I had to get to a point where I said they're not the problem yeah you are the problem mm-hmm. so Gabby Amy what are you feeling Mm-hmm. that is making you respond to people in a certain way yeah because not every, everybody can be bad honestly honestly you're everybody the only good you're one, the only good one. You can, it's not possible uh-huh. yeah everybody cannot be bad mm-hmm. you know there's some stories where you hear a friend like for i appreciate my best friend she's amazing my female friends mm-hmm. are top-notch first class <laughs> let me tell you <laughs> oh my uh-huh. female friends they're everything to me yeah and you know in our like even though my female friends aren't each other's friends yeah because obviously they're scattered around the world but you know being able to have people around you to say yo you're tripping mm-hmm. is such an important thing yeah honest people around honest people around you is such an important thing like your circle mm-hmm. your tribe mm-hmm. is such an important factor because i'm always like if you're around people that love you so dearly mm-hmm. and so much they should be able to call you out on your worst days mm-hmm. and be like ma'am that was very unnecessary mm-hmm. what you're doing doesn't make sense yeah. can you check yourself yeah think about what you're doing think about what you said mm-hmm. what you said was hurtful yeah apologize when you're ready wow mm-hmm. that's what having a good circle is about mm-hmm. because we're so bent on Oh my god, my friend called me out. They hate my guts. Fake friends. They're su- what, they're what? fake friends. Mm-hmm. They're this, All they're that. that. Yeah. You know, like relationships with parents and relationships with siblings and relationship with your partner and relationships with your friends. You cannot always be right. All the time. Every time. Mm-hmm. You can't. You can't. <laughs> it's just you who's always right. Yeah, yeah. It's not possible. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense. And people feel like if you do not agree on something mm-hmm. you're not you cannot maintain a relationship mm-hmm. why can you not have actual proper conversations where if someone doesn't agree with you it's okay mm-hmm. people feel like it's not practical or if we don't agree on the same thing you just we're not like-minded so mm-hmm. if we're not like-minded there's no relationship here mm-hmm. we're not supposed to be like-minded we're different people mm-hmm. yes we can like the same drink mm-hmm. we can like the same food but based on personality and characteristics we're not the same and experiences too we are not the same mm-hmm. one person experienced a whole life without you that you were not present for mm-hmm. and now you're telling me we must all be like minded it's not possible yeah and when people start to understand that we are not like minded mm-hmm. not all of we will not always agree on the same things some things were like yeah we ride with this mm-hmm. and other things are like no i don't agree it's okay for your friends to not agree with you all the time mm-hmm. It's healthy. I'm actually learning that. It is so healthy. <laughs> Yo, just know mm-hmm, that if mm-hmm. someone agrees with you 24/7, the mm-hmm. they don't love you. True. True. It's that simple. Hmm. You, yeah. You can't. It's, <laughs> no, it's it's been very hard for me because I have this one friend who's always calling me out and at first I actually thought, you know, they probably don't like me as They're much. They're so jealous of me. You know, like why are you always in my business and trying to oppose everything I do but then looking back at it it's like okay they're actually doing it from a place of love they yeah. want me to be better and yes. to do better going forward which is something that a lot of us don't want to appreciate we want to have cheerleaders around like whatever you do yay you everything yeah. you can't anything is right even in even in um 
listening to what your friends or peers or parents or family are telling you mm-hmm. discernment is important True. you should be able to gauge like mm-hmm. here this is making sense yeah after being self aware of yourself you should be like okay this person might be vexed about something i've got no knowledge of mm, past trauma i will yes <laughs> i will just let that slide mm-hmm. and i'll take this because yeah. you are allowed to see through information who said mm-hmm. you can't see through information nice. not all information shared is positive true not all pinterest quotes is positive true if you when you're able to understand and be discerning of the knowledge that you have come across mm-hmm. you'll be able to know what's good for you and what isn't and that's where being self aware is important mm-hmm. so even if your friend comes to you and says olivia you're doing nonsense sit alone and be like <laughs> They've said this. Who am I? Is it clashing? Is it not clashing? Mm-hmm. And that's what I think everybody needs to be able to do. Yeah. You know, people feel like everything we read, everything we everything we everything we are preview to mm-hmm. is the truth. Yeah. It's not. Not every not every form of information is correct information. Yeah. So just be there has to be some kind of discernment, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm really big on that because your energy will tell you your intuition will tell you mm-hmm. if you trust yourself enough yeah. you are going to know you're going to know and yeah. i think trusting yourself too much comes from the whole idea of being aware of yourself yes. because if you don't know you you will get whatever information you get from yes. people and take it as a gospel truth exactly now i i don't even know what to title this this episode <laughs> cuz i thought we we're going to dwell more on daddy issues but there's like more healing and i I genuinely love this conversation. I probably played a lot of times, <laughs> especially when I have my episodes and yeah. my moments because I think healing is something that a lot of us are not paying attention to because everybody is now about chasing the bag and you know making it and what not. So you don't even have time to sit and say, "Oh, am I okay? How am I doing? How am I relating with others and stuff like that?" Because even when we're chasing the bag, right? Mm-hmm. We chase the bag. What are we sharing the bag with? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. there's a lot of the it's. healing i think healing comes with a lot of aspects of everything mm-hmm. because even while you're chasing the bags you're dealing with other people yeah people are involved mm-hmm. you know we don't live for ourselves i you cannot be successful without me mm-hmm. i cannot be successful without you mm-hmm. because you, for example simple example you were like yo let's do an episode yeah. right mm-hmm. it's 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 profitable to both of us. Yeah. People get to hear and understand and resonate and relate and mm-hmm. start their journeys and all of that stuff. So, no man is an island. Yeah. And even though when I I kind of just feel like when people get to a point where they realize that no man is an island and we kind of all need each other in one way or another, mm-hmm. we'll be able to just not always you'll be able to take and also give mm-hmm. because now you're pouring into each other. Yeah. The essence of us loving and living is because we pour into each other. Mm-hmm. That's why we have people around us. Yeah. That's the whole essence of having people around. Mm-hmm. Why do we have family? Okay, why do we have families mm-hmm. if we were meant to be island or by ourselves? Mm-hmm. Probably be each one on their own planet. Exactly. <laughs> All of us would have our had our own planet, mm-hmm. our own house, mm-hmm. our own this, our own yeah. that. So when people need to understand that you know and there's been such a cancel culture. Yo. This cancel culture. Yo. I think it's getting to me honestly. It the cancel is. culture really worries me because who are you going to be left with? Hmm. If you cannot be the sending of the information or criticism that a person has given you out of love, 
or out of anger or whatever mm-hmm. it is yeah you are going to cancel everybody you will date a hundred men you'll have 50,000 best friends mm-hmm. and you'll always be looking around the next corner yeah so I kind of just feel like that's also very important this cancel this cancel culture needs to be checked people are cutting people off all the time <laughs> I have no energy I, I, I really struggle with making like new friends right when i make Mm -hmm. new friends and they're like yo can i come see you i'm like no we can go for coffee outside Mm. because i don't know you well enough yeah it's not everybody you allow in you you don't have to allow everybody Mm -hmm. into a relationship with them yeah you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so i think that's something that people just need to be aware of yeah yeah nice now before i let you go any last words anything you want someone out there to run with even as they conclude 2022 any last words or oh, not that shit going yeah like, any last episode, words yeah. um i would say stop being more self-aware of yourself mm-hmm. i would also say if you're in a relationship with anybody mm-hmm. ask them Mm. ask them all the necessary questions yeah people are scared because they think the other person is gonna leave yeah um if that person leaves then they were not for you <laughs> you know how i you know how i take it i say mm-hmm. that if a person leaves you for sharing parts of you that they aren't ready to deal with mm-hmm. they are not for you right now yeah when a person establishes a level of mental maturity, um, emotional and mental maturity, mm-hmm. they will be able to be like, hey, babe, let me hold your hand. Mm-hmm. But while I'm holding your hand, I need you to be able to carry your suitcase. Because mm-hmm. all I am is a support system, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to unpack the suitcase for you. Mm, nice. So a level of emotional maturity is important because also sometimes people fear that because I've shared with you, therefore, you must share with me. Mm-hmm. And that's why people also run. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, snap, now I have to unpack, <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. So people are scared of that, men especially. Mm-hmm. Men, I think that men are scared of that. And they leave. And they leave. They're just mm-hmm. like, no, nah, I'm not dealing with this. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Let, let, let me go hang with the girl that just doesn't mm-hmm. want to share with me right now. Just want to have a good time. Yeah. And you won't run, run away from it forever. So I say have the necessary conversations with regarding relationships man and woman mom dad brothers whatever mm-hmm. siblings or just yeah. your friends you know i mm-hmm. think it's important yeah and try and be as discerning as possible mm-hmm. not everything that we are previewed to is the truth yeah gauge mm-hmm. background morals values who am i does this resonate with the person i am or the person i am becoming mm-hmm that's very important nice yeah thank you so much for coming through thank you for having me well thank you so much for listening up until the end this has been unscripted with leave with your one and only olivia tutu and don't forget to share this episode with two of your favorite people and also um like subscribe and all that cute cute stuff and like i say i'm gonna say it again i don't have been on forum against i've been on forum for and i'm for people regardless of who you are i love you but god loves you more see you next week sometime simplest bye guys Are you a startup or established business and you wish to reach out to an audience that will buy into your product or service? Great news! You can now advertise with Anscripted with Leave at affordable rates. What are you waiting for? Take your business to greater heights. Unscripted with Leave.